I'm just like thinking of the funniest names that could have been on Stefan's wall. Jimmy Hoffa. (laughs) (laughs) The Black Dahlia. Yeah. (laughs) And he literally writes the Black Dahlia. Like he's like, I don't know her name either. (laughs) DB Cooper. I don't know if you know this, but humans die, idiot. What? Mansplain manipulate <laughs> male wife? <laughs> oh my god. He had him in a choke count. And he Dang. I think that Klaus might have an issue with women, also. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. what happens is somebody does call Chicago PD on the speakeasy, and they're shooting up the joint with Tommy guns, and I'm not <laughs> and kidding. And wooden bullets. Don't tell me you don't have the necklace. I don't have the necklace. Hi, I'm Morgan. And I'm Elle. And this is The, the Vampire, Vampire Journals. Journals. Episode three of season three called The End of the Affair. The End of the Affair. Interesting. Because yeah. I feel like, if, well, I guess one affair ended in flashback in this episode. I it guess. Sort of. But they reopened <laughs> it in the same episode. Yeah. <laughs> the end and the beginning of the same affair. The alpha and the omega of Stefan and Cos's yeah, relationship. The Ouroboros of an affair. <laughs> Is that a is the end of the affair a reference to something? It has to. It sounds like maybe a film noir yeah. reference. Oh, um, uh, much of this episode took uh, place in a nineteen thirties flashback. Can you hear me? Yeah, like a twenties thirties yeah. yeah, cabaret yeah. club, an old timey yeah. jazz age speakeasy, and like I think this may have been my favorite episode so far because of that yeah. and because of a few other things that happened. It was just fun. Yeah, okay. no, it really, it added quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It added quite a bit. And yeah. it was also so refreshing to not be in Confederate times. Not in, con- yeah. yeah, the Confederate outfits. It's a, and to be it's out of a the historical South. era that's like more fun to aestheticize. I know obviously yes. the 20s also had problems, but <laughs> I think- one. No, I guess now that you say it, I can't think of a single problem <laughs> anyone had in the 1920s. Yep. But, like, <laughs> but like the the elements that they were aestheticizing were not directly connected to the social evils of the time. Right. Yeah. <gasps> well, like prohibition, but they were the different. But I mean, yeah. one I thing. I think the, <laughs> the choice to have um, the Glor- only black Gloria be performing and yeah. then. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I feel certain. I'll, I think maybe this will come up for you later, given what I know your area of expertise to be. Uh-huh. Um, but it feels like Julie Pleck was like, okay, I did it right this time. <laughs> Honestly, it didn't feel like her. It felt That's, like someone else got well, to... Well, no, it felt like she was like, oh, people didn't like my Gone with the Wind. Okay. I well, don't know it. if she ever got feedback that people didn't like I don't like think Gone she did. Because I, Damon made a Gone with the Wind reference in this episode. Oh, I it's missed nightmare. it. I missed, I missed it. it. What was it? Um, oh, gosh. Um, it was... What's the woman's name in Gone with Scarlet? the Wind? Scarlet. O'Hara? Oh, and no. then the house is Tara. Maybe I'm thinking of a different. It was a what different was the, woman. Oh, was the they made a Daisy Buchanan. Daisy Buchanan. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a great Gatsby. That's a that's a great Gatsby. Correct. Yeah, reference those, yeah. for anyone who attended any high school. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which I guess he was talking to a high schooler, so he was like, "I got to make <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to talk to her on her level." The end of the affair. I think this is like a poignant metaphor for. Okay our friend Julie. The End of the Affair is a 1951 novel. They did not make a film adaptation of it until the year, until 1999. Okay. Okay. What's it about? It's about just like a romance post-World War II. Okay. Um, He, a guy and his wife 
run mm-hmm. into a lady he cheated on his wife with when he was at war. Okay, yeah, that's kind of what happened here yeah. a little bit. Sure. Mm. Why not? I get it. Um, but I just think it's really funny that it's a Rebecca. book. Yeah, Rebecca. It's a book that came out like a long time ago, but mm-hmm. it had a new movie. And so Julie was like, oh, I'll use that one. Yeah, yeah no, they, definitely, they definitely love to do a like, like a sort of book reference in titles, right? Like, yeah. Like the sun also rises and stuff. Like it only has to be as I it's all, so it's all tenuously AP English stuff. It's yeah. all AP English. It's all like possibly an English degree. Right. Mm. It's all like very, um, I don't think it is like an English degree. I think it's like, I have a baseline knowledge of literature. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, an English. Yeah. yeah, I think I took. There I haven't I took, been any deep cuts, or if there have been deep cuts, they've been yeah. deep enough that they've gone over. Well, that's all what arcs. I, that's the point is that I'm sort of making. A class? A, yes. yes. Okay, I took that, yeah. I think. And I think that has, like, yeah. Oh, a yeah, lot yeah, yeah. Of, that's, that's what I, that's what I'm feeling as well. Yeah. But, like, this book would be a deep cut mm. if a movie hadn't come out right yes. before the episode. My like, it was, was like, truly <laughs> being like, okay, I'll innovate. I, why not reference a movie or something from the 20s that was set in the 20s? Agreed My AP lit. Yeah. So they did reference The Great Gatsby. Yeah, but not in the title. I mean. No, they like, did why is the title something uh, from the 50s? My, I, I do need to tell you guys that my AP lit teacher was gorgeous. Okay. Like, she sure. was okay. model gorgeous. Yeah. And it was definitely a curse to be model yeah. gorgeous as in a, a high school. Oh, that would like, suck. As a, like, what I don't know. Yeah. I think I was like a junior or senior teacher. Mm. Like, uh, she was absolutely looking for other jobs the whole time she was my teacher. This is, I think, that would have taught me I was gay much earlier. <laughs> An AP English teacher with that was. Yeah. I can think hot. of nothing worse than. Oh, I was thinking from the other end where I was thinking like there's nothing worse than like if a teenage boy having a crush on you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I thought I was at that time. Mm -hmm. I think it was very question mark. Mm -hmm. It was a very question mark era for me. I was looking up articles that were like, (laughs) straight girls are attracted to women all the time. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling boys that they were allowed to tell people that we were dating and then being like, but I don't actually want to go anywhere with you. You're oh just like God. helping out it the bros. Yeah. You're they like, were, all they the were bros though. They were like, wingman. God, absolute fucking losers. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bridget. I, wow. The more you provided man, a service for free. Yeah. What'd you get out of that? I mean, nothing. I, I don't know. My mom got, didn't she, ask me if I was a lesbian. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. just like a little while longer. Beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. A parasitic relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know. Um. The more that I learn, the like since you've you've like only within the last few years like unlocked this door mm-hmm. in your brain that was like no the whole time. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. And the more that you like break me off a piece of that, I'm like wow the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I can tell you for sure that I would have never let someone say that they were dating me without me getting to kiss them or something. Yeah. I did not want to be kissed really. Mm. And I couldn't relate to that less. It was because (laughs) like (laughs) what I wanted was for everyone to be like, wow, it seems like Bridget's pretty desirable, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want to. Yes. You wanted to be desirable and untouchable. Mm. Yes. I was the person in high school who loved kissing so much that I had to like kiss all of my friends at least Me. once yeah uh-huh. i did that just i, I literally did that. see if anything like, was there it. yeah i did that i i also that's how i spent my beach week was making my way through my friends delightful yeah just like <laughs> at the beach yeah. that's a perfect that portrait college. in yeah. high school i was too nervous yeah well no one nothing like <laughs> happened oh, it was sure. just like 
Oh, okay. I just had yeah. just, so I was practice. Like, oh, no. Sorry, guys, gotta cross you off my list. Oh, no, no, no. Which Same. is how I, I just... treated mm-hmm. kissing mm-hmm. men. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be like, great, we did it. We can move one step up, which is them telling people we're dating and oh, me being like, I have a boyfriend. Something that I've talked about before that I think is like super delightful is that Morgan and I have different genders right like we yes. we have different genders we have the same sexuality <laughs> yeah Which and is, it is yes <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> it's just like ha totes it's sort of the hang Let's loose go. symbol in my mind oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're from yeah. mars okay yeah and I feel i've never like, had that before i feel like you you have a, a more limited yes like you have a more discerning i i i would say that i have like some very specific types, but a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> I actually agree with that, which yeah, I think like, is very like a, like a mm. scrapbook of archetypes that yeah, you just like. It's exactly. very yeah. um, Aquarius is an Aquarius yeah. season of us to wow. be like, okay, I have a card catalog, and it's yes. only it's only the categories in this card catalog, but, but it there are a fill lot a whole card catalog. Like, I would I would say that like if you kind of looked at my history, there's like a pretty it's mm-hmm. pretty diverse and in my interests, but like hmm. the things that I like about specific people mm-hmm. tend to fit like very specific types. yeah yeah no you can just find of, that in many types of people <laughs> exactly oh yeah. boy speaking I, of this podcast this. being super gay mm-hmm. um oh. this episode <laughs> yeah that's right we had to we had to be gay positive up front because oh my because god because this is so, somehow a very special episode yes <laughs> this is uh, an unbelievably homophobic it, it went episode from sort of like a homoerotic 1930s yeah. romp yeah. to like a pr- a gay con- a gay man doing gay conversion therapy on his straight daughter. Yes. Is I like how else do we describe the No, Caroline you've done line? it. You've done a great job. What else said while we were watching is uh-huh. this episode is so simultaneously gay and homophobic yes. and then Hannah said internalized homophobia. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we'll get to all of this that. This is what happens when first. a vampire show does not have bisexual characters. The inherent bisexuality of the vampire is expressed in the weirdest possible ways. Yeah. Because it can't come out in the normal yeah. ways. So then they're like, okay, well, uh, we have a gay character. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. What, what do we think do? of? What, what do we think of when you think, we think of gay characters? Oh. I wonder if conversion therapy is a good plot line. Yeah. Oh, and he should be doing it. He should be doing it. <laughs> it's maybe homophobic to have a gay character undergo conversion therapy, but we want to do it, so let's have him do it. It. Yeah, like, and what, then it's opposite homophobic. The, I I would give anything to be a fly on the wall when they were writing this episode because what the f- what were they thinking? I feel like <laughs> I feel like they had the lines mm-hmm. and we're like, uh oh, <laughs> is this too on the nose? How do we? What do we do with this? And yeah. they were like, no, no, no. But, they, but this is the time for Caroline's gay dad. <laughs> and the fact that he's doing all of this while his shirt has just like the widest <laughs> sleeve cuffs. Like the the only way that they've had this man be gay because it, it was established in season one. Yes. Caroline's mm-hmm. Caroline left Caroline's dad left Sheriff Forbes yep. for a man. Yes. And so like that's that's right up front. Mm-hmm. And then we get like no other mention of him for a long time. And then he shows up in one of the most ridiculous shirts I've ever seen. <laughs> the only saving grace in that first season when they mention Caroline's great uh, gay dad. Green dad. Green dad. <laughs> that was a great dad. Um, that great gay dad. Um, was that they insinuated that he was he was in a really good relationship yeah. with 
with a guy. You know, so it's like, not with oh. himself. Yeah. It's like, how's no. Tim going yeah, to yeah. the birthday party? It seemed like there was an amicable divorce. Do you know what would be so funny? <laughs> and I know that they're not going to do this, but it would be so The funny. mom's a lesbian, right? I would... I wish, but I no. Wish. Yeah. Um, She's not. It would be really She's funny ace. if they all assumed that the dad was gay because he left with the man, but it's just his like hetero vampire hunting partner. It's his just like bro. <laughs> it's his bro. Now, why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you say like we've spent this whole uh-huh. podcast being like, but what if they're gay? And we get one textually gay person and, and you're like, but to what if it. he's straight? He's well, sucks. I'd actually like to return <laughs> this one. Yeah, I don't want to own this. Yeah, I don't claim this. We someone bring okay? a receipt. We need to collect our own. <laughs> now, in the kitchen studio, we have Hannah Chiapanos. Hi, oh, my God. <laughs> I really had to move no, this. No, you're so move right this on. I'm an expert in talking about mine and Morgan's sexuality <laughs> <laughs> and how it's the same, even though we're different. And it's I think same that's but different. beautiful. Same but different. There's so many ways to be horny. Okay. No, I, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, today and all days, of course. Mm-hmm. Today I am a Julie Plexpert. <laughs> I went on quite a Google hole during this uh, episode, and there are some fan facts that I would like to bring to the table. I'm very excited. Um, at some point. Mm. Um, and I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, feel free to weave in some Julie Pleck info. No, I'm going to need a solid block where I just we're... talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Pleck Corner. <laughs> Is there a. The part place. of the episode where you think it would mm. be the most applicable 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 <laughs> well so the reason this came up was because in the episode we were watching a couple of different things happen where we were like does julie like have any siblings i think that's when it should go oh that's okay. when it because we were like once again siblings are not yes. talking to each other like how siblings damon talk to each opens other. the episode mm-hmm. with saying that stefan came to him in a dream while he was naked in the dream yeah. and that and elena, elena would have loved, loved to it. be there yeah um and then also klaus uh <laughs> wakes up his sister from a slumber and kind of like strokes her face a lot and then in a flashback mm-hmm. is like she's like i'm not your girlfriend i'm your sister you and know, it's like thing you say to your sibling yeah, yeah all the time <laughs> just oh man so it just, i i really want to talk about Klaus's territorialness. Yeah. yeah. It's, it like he he seems very controlling and territorial over his family mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah. Yes. And mm. not just Rebecca, a little bit of Elijah. He does treat Rebecca differently because she's a yeah. woman. They've got an but interesting dynamic. Sure. He also has a similar controlling dynamic with Elijah. Did mm. Elijah did Elijah say that he was the baby? Like, is Elijah the young? Do we know the no, birth order? we don't know the birth order. <laughs> I need it. I need to know if Klaus is the youngest or an eldest. Or Klaus an is older than Elijah, which is, okay. like, that part fucks me up because Elijah should be older. Elijah's actor is mm-hmm. older than Klaus's actor. Actor's older, more mature, wears a suit jacket. Mm. I think the baby of the family we haven't met yet. Okay. Because okay. Rebecca seemed baby of the family-ish. That's the... That's Do you um, know who Klaus's the oldest sister. is? Uh, mm. I don't want to Google it. I'm afraid I'm going to spoil it. Okay, we can we can hop we'll into that. In. Yeah. We can have this conversation offline. In yeah. in short, a, a lot more sibling stuff mm-hmm. came up in a way where I was like, does this woman have siblings? Mm. And I'm sorry to say, I still don't know. I feel like the fact that you haven't found any evidence of a sibling leans no sibling. But it does I also, feel only child. I only mm-hmm. saw one 
I was I was browsing through her Instagram and mm. I found one mention of a blood family member. Okay. And it was when her her father passed. Oh. And yeah. Yeah. Right. I have the birth order. Okay. Oh thank um, God. Rebecca is the second youngest. Okay. And there's one more after okay. her. that we haven't met. There's Elijah. There is, yeah. yeah. Elijah's <laughs> not the oldest, but he's technically the oldest in no, no, I'm not going to say. He's the oldest of who we've met so far? or Of who we met so okay. far. Oh, so Klaus is younger than Elijah. Yes. Interesting. So, so far we have Elijah, then Klaus, then Rebecca. Klaus, okay. Klaus okay. being a middle child is... Yes. <laughs> Feels right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That actually makes sense yes. to me. Yes. Yeah, he's really Because he's really... He, yeah. He's craving attention. And he's really like... He's trying to really hook Stefan as a brother too. He's yeah. trying to like yeah. claw a family to him in a way that is middle child to me. Um, but mm. okay, so when I was trying to find out if this woman grew up with siblings or mm. just like truly was introduced to the concept <laughs> in college, uh, I found a bunch of like IMDB stuff that she's worked on and like mm. people that she's like had creative relationships with. Okay. And unbelievably rich vein right like she's a she's mm. she's got a very storied career okay and i can i just like can i just like start saying stuff yeah, yeah. okay so first <laughs> do of you all, want me to introduce myself first or no <gasps> who the fuck are you <laughs> um i'm bridget i <laughs> design secret speakeasy rooms in people's houses <laughs> mm. and also uh my little baby edible hit in the exact moment hannah no. said that there are so many ways to be horny <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, you did really great work uh, on the speakeasies this episode. There was um, you did Stephen's, really good. There was Stefan's small apartment speakeasy, and did you do the the nineteen twenties one that they? No, were I actually didn't do any of the ones in the. Oh. Those are accurate. Those are the authentic pieces, but I have mm-hmm. done a recreation of the name uh, nameless room. The nameless the room. Nameless room. Yeah. So yeah. did you did you do that by hand, or was there like a stencil for all the? Names? I did it by hand. It's actually mm-hmm. in Morgan's house. Oh great! Wow. So we oh, can. What floor? And they're my victims. It's uh, downstairs. <laughs> oh, it's downstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So um, I yeah we so Stefan has that room, and I think we'd love to talk more about like the design choices that mm-hmm. like did you collaborate with him at all in that, or did he give you carte blanche? No, no. I'm I live currently, so I wasn't alive in the twenties. Not a vampire. Oh. Elle, I don't know what you're not fucking getting about this. I guess I assume that we got the original designer of Stefan speaking. The original, the original designer original? is. Is dead. So many originals in this. That was a 100 years ago. I don't know if you know this, but humans die, idiot. What? I can't believe believe Elle thinks I'm a vampire. You wish. Yeah. Um, I do. do, How, in your line of work, do you find it par for the course or gauche when someone gives you a list of victims they would like stenciled on the wall? I'm. Here's what I'm going to say I think it is like considered circumstantial evidence so i recommend against it for that reason that makes sense um if you want a list of names somewhere you know the 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 one that comes up more often is the list of names of people that folks have boned and that i'll say i find extremely gauche but it's not criminal yeah Yeah. (laughs) that would be a very bisexual list yeah that he had if he had boned all those people well he probably boned the top one was his father I said forgot most. About that. Forgot about that. And then the other one was Elena's great hey, great grandfather. Brusband. Yes. I said most. Okay. <laughs> did you just address Morgan as Brusband? Yeah, and Morgan responded. <laughs> huh. You really did get their attention. Um, I 
how much is your retainer? Because I would like to have you on deck for when I finally own a home. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's um like a 15 grand deposit. Okay. And mm-hmm. then the actual cost will depend on how uncomfortable your request makes me. Mm. Okay, so like eight times that? Yeah, for you, yes. Mm. Great. You get the friends and family um, upcharge. <laughs> that is how it should work. That is how it should work. Okay, um, I'll start saving. Now, what were the Julie Pleck? Okay, thank God. Names you were talking about there, yeah. Julie Pleck was born May 26, 1972. <laughs> <laughs> she is a Gemini. <laughs> Which I hate. Of oh, course, she did read that out loud during the episode, and we all went, "Oh, yeah," because that's Morgan. Except Morgan for Morgan, who was like, "No, <laughs> I'm a good Gemini." So what does that mean? That to is you? not a thing that exists. What, what, how would you define a good Gemini? Me. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Interesting. That's you think something you that use a Gemini both would of say. your faces for good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both faces are so good. Very yeah. Gemini of them to yeah. think that. Both faces are kissing one another. Yeah, yeah they're kissing. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. So the first thing that is on her like filmog mm-hmm. is a vampire property. Okay. And it is Vampires in Brooklyn starring Eddie Murphy and Angela Bassett. Oh, oh my god. god. Wait, I want to watch that. I want to watch it. Okay. She was like Okay, a, that's the next holiday. She was like yes. a uh, I want to say like a co-producer or something. Okay. But um her she really hit the ground running mm-hmm. with Scream 2 and 3 no when way. she was co-producer oh, yeah. and assistant to Wes Craven. Oh, oh. shit. I had known that at and some point. And she learned forgot. nothing, I guess. <laughs> I think she learned a lot. Actually, I, uh, as soon as I finished yeah. saying that, I was like, the scene she does the best. Bit. The things she does the best are the horror scenes. And then also, yeah. they all did a movie in 2005 that flopped that I'd never heard of starring Christina Ricci What's called Cursed, and I want to find oh. it. Oh, That's been on my list for a while, okay. actually. Is it good? I love it. Is it fun? I love it. Okay, great. Yeah. It like, like honestly, supernatural box office flop with people I recognize is yeah. like my favorite gem to discover. When I was yeah. a teen, like supernatural horror flops were like my favorite things ever. Yeah. Of course, like, Ginger Snaps. Taste. Ginger oh. Snaps. Yes. What's that one where Sebastian Stan is an evil warlock? That's a very <gasps> oh, fun movie. Oh 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 oh! It's got a very generic name. Oh oh no! Right? That's gonna bug me. Yeah. That's gonna bug me. <laughs> okay. 2006 to 2009 she is i believe i didn't write it down but like writer director like she is working hard on kyle xy <laughs> oh Whoa. kyle xy he didn't have a belly button that, no. he didn't that's the main the thing deal. i remember about him that was, was the whole clone. thing he didn't mm-hmm. have a belly button and he was hot yeah and, and all the ads were like who is kyle xy and i thought it was the funniest name for a show i'd ever heard of <laughs> and then the show didn't go anywhere no i do we ever find out who kyle xy no. was or why he didn't have a belly I'm button i'm only just now realizing it's because of chromosome really yeah Wow. You didn't realize X. Okay. No, I kind of like just assumed like, okay, they put in some letters for a placeholder name. Kyle XYZ was too long. <laughs> like li- like in my mind, I was thinking he's along X-Y the lines of- Because he's Kyle he's a boy. boy. He's Kyle boy. boy. He doesn't have a belly button, but he does have a wiener. <laughs> um, <laughs> so right from Kyle X- XY, uh-huh. like that same year, yeah. Vampire Diaries Amazing. debuts. So she's had yeah. a career career damn and there's like there's a ton of other stuff the um she directed some episodes of riverdale and let me get let me get into why okay Okay. because she went to college with stop it right now a man who is two days older than her exactly who's a gemini also who's a gemini also fucking tracks if you're about to say the name i think you are a mr greg berlanti 
Okay. okay. Who were you thinking? I was thinking the guy that did Riverdale. He is the guy who did Riverdale. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he also did uh, Dawson's Creek. No yep. way. The show Brothers and Sisters, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with, but that was... I don't know um, uh, It's got a lot of like real heavy hitter actors and it was like a dra- like an hour-long yeah. dramedy set mm. in like rich people California. Oh, I didn't and watch it, it, but it was very much like my Sally parents Field, watched it. Um, Felicity Huffman, is that right? That sounds right. Or no, Calista Flockhart. Calista mm. Flockhart. Mm. I fuck up their names sometimes because they have similar sounds. Felicity Flockhart. <laughs> Felicity H. Muffman. Um, uh, <laughs> um, Riverdale, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, sure. and then Morgan, yeah. Doom Patrol. Wow. She's on Doom Patrol? No, this is Greg Berlanti. Oh, Greg. Who okay. is her like the Riverdale star okay. sibling. All right. All right. This is her like star brother. They went to they went to college together. Their birthdays are right next to each other. They've worked together on a yeah. billion different they projects. They are the wow. Gemini twins. They, are, they literally are. They <laughs> yeah. are the yeah. Gemini twins and their best career friends. <laughs> and he's gay and did love Simon also. Oh uh, my God. I didn't know I would say that. Doom Patrol is like pretty much the height of his career right for now. you absolutely i mean like yeah i there there is everything has culminated to this point to make a great show <laughs> yeah right he's learned so much this is, this is a profoundly morgan lens that you are looking at this through and i don't care for any other lens <laughs> you don't even know what love simon is and i think that that's great yeah i don't that is beautiful um but no they went from college they went from northwestern to working on screams two and three together that's an that's amazing. Which I think is very powerful. That's yeah. And very beautiful for them. And that's like... Okay, but so we don't know if she's a Nepo baby, to use the parlance so of I, our time. I'm pretty sure she's not. I would okay. assume she was born into wealth, though, based on that. I'm sure, I'm sure that there was yeah. an amount of wealth. I, I, I think that that's... I could be wrong. ...par for the course. Yeah. I know that she was born in the Chicago area. Okay. But... I mean, what does that really mean? I just, yeah. going from Northwestern to Scream suggests to me someone she, that could make an introduction. Yeah. She yeah. did film at Northwestern. Yeah. Okay. And so there might have been some stuff there. But I was desperately looking for any mention of her real family, like her blood family, mm-hmm. because her Instagram is chock full of very beautiful people that she's taking meaningful trips with that oh. she's worked with, right? Wow. Like she's one of those career types where... Mm-hmm. It it seems like she's very much got like a network of beloved faves. Aww. They like cross the bound between like work friend to be like a absolutely. Real, and there yeah. are a bunch of recurring faces on there that I'm like that I recognize from Vampire Diaries that she's like posting mm-hmm. about with more recently. Like she she was I saw her posting about how at Paul Wesley's wedding Aww, the lighting was hello. super great and she was taking That's a nice. selfie with Caroline. Mm-hmm. So a lot of stuff there. But so the only mention that I found and again I can absolutely do a deeper dive, but um. <laughs> I, there was a (laughs) single post I saw she posted when her, when her father passed, Mm. um, uh, it it was a very, very lovely post and yeah, sorry for your loss. Absolutely. Sorry for your loss. It seemed like you love your dad very much. Um, she said that he's in the big casino in the sky, but the part in, in that, that I found notable Mm -hmm. that I was like, Oh, interesting was that she said that. That day, she and her mother had separately received framed photos of her father from Warner Brothers that wow. Warner Brothers had found off of Facebook oh. and sent to them as a like, mm. a pro- a, yeah. like yeah, here is here is our yeah. condolences. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Which I think is very interesting mm-hmm. as a connection thing, huh. right? Was Warner like, Brothers like 
they distributed Vampire Diaries, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I think like so she, after, she was definitely one of their like faves, or yeah, she's on a list somewhere where like an assistant keeps track of her and sends her like flowers and fruits and stuff for events. Yeah. I would, I would bet anything on that. The reason why we talked about Julia Pleck was um, she's because the showrunner. we. we well, she's the showrunner, but we were also curious as to if she was an only child. Yes. Because oh, of the way the siblings <laughs> yes. treated each other mm. on this episode. Let's flash back. Yes. Okay. To what We have Stefan. Now, what song is that? It's kind of a generic 1930s jazz. Oh, is it? Keep going, because maybe I don't know it yet. Big city Chicago. I'm not going to do that. Don't. about to put me on the soundboard? Oh, my God. Um, before we flash back, we have a very brief scene of Damon and Catherine. Catherine's in a uh-huh. phone bo- booth, not a phone book. Um, and says, and Damon's like, where are you? And she says, I'm outside your window pining away. I'm homesick. What's going on? Damon's her. literally is like, we didn't miss you. Um, and I then, uh, we flash back. Yeah. Stefan meets Klaus. Yeah, well, we, first he so meets Rebecca. We introduce old timey Stefan in a scene that I do just want to touch on because oh. I loved it. <laughs> so he is in like an old timey car with a lady. It looks like they're titanic yeah. for lack of a better term. Having a Titanic bone down. Um, But then it's clear he's sucking her blood and she's dead and he leaves her in the car. He takes the flower out of her hair puts it in his lapel because he's in like a crisp 1920s yeah. suit. And, and he like, has the hair of a rake. He has the hair. He has like <laughs> slick back hair that I think looks pretty good. And like he wipes the blood off the corner of his mouth with a thumb and like adjusts his lapels and walks into a speakeasy. And it was so fun. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, oh, this rules. This is like if Damon was cooler, actually. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the reason we do the flashback is that Klaus mm-hmm. is like explaining to like he's trying to mm-hmm. tell Stefan a story. Yeah. They go to a a, a bar mm. where a witch named Gloria is mm-hmm. um because Klaus is trying to figure out what went wrong with the ritual. <laughs> mm. The connection here I I think it's not the same bar but it is. I think mm. it's like a bar owned by the same woman in the same city. Yeah. Yeah. So because, even if it's not the same location. But they were in the speakeasy and a woman is on stage singing and Hannah was like, that's the witch. Because it was yeah. a black yeah. woman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the show yep. has a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Hannah was it, correct. It was fun that the singer from the 1930s was the bar owner in the present day. And they were like, she yeah. like slowed down her aging via magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a really fun premise. And she didn't die this episode. I was worried for her on account of being a woman who was cool. Yeah, because Hannah yes. said she was cool. I immediately was like, I love her. And Shane was like, no! <laughs> She's gonna die! Um, but so Klaus is like, she'll know how to figure out what went wrong with the ritual. So let's step in my bro. Let's go to Chicago and ask her. While they are at this bar... Stefan and okay, Klaus kind of like manipulates Stefan into stumbling upon this, or at least that's how I read it. He's like, Stefan, go like check out behind the bar. Stefan finds a photograph from the 1920s of him and Klaus, like arms around each other being bros. And he's like, I don't remember this. What the hell? And so Klaus is like, Oh, we've got a history. Let me tell you a tale. Yeah. And somehow none of us, somehow none of us in the room were like, Oh, he was compelled. 
Yeah, we were I mean, like, that didn't click for me. Yeah. I was like, maybe he was on such a blood bender yeah. that he blacked out. Yeah, I was I was sitting there listening to everyone just going like, does Stefan have amnesia? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> like, guys. It didn't click for any of us that... We're just like dumb now. Um, but so, okay. How do we want to... Do we want to go 1930s plotline, modern plotline, the other way around? Like, what? Maybe modern first because that's mostly framing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I feel like the big mm. surprise reveals are all in the past. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. So in the modern day, um, Stefan and Klaus are at this bar. Elena and Damon have teamed up because Damon now thinks, all right, there is a chance that we can bring Stefan back, but like I'm not going to convince him myself. So Elena, we got to go on a road trip to Chicago. I can get you five minutes with him. You just got to like talk mm-hmm. him out of this nonsense. We also... So Damon is trying to like prep her for this. Yes. They're in the car mm. and he hands Elena yeah. um, Stefan's diary to read. Mm-hmm. And Elena actually calls it his diary, yeah. which mm-hmm. is the first time we've seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, I'm not going to read his private thoughts. And Damon was like, fine, I'll read one to you. Yeah, Damon does a very um, younger brother thing, which is start, uh, he's quoting from memory. Embarrassing oh, no, sections. he takes the book and oh. is holding it in front of his face while he's driving. Oh, yeah. I missed that. I thought he had just oh, yeah. memorized mm-hmm. stuff. No, he was I, reading while driving. Still yeah, pretty younger he's an brother asshole. move. Yeah, but yeah. he's a vampire. He can do both. He's reading embarrassing Reflexes. things from Stefan's old leather-bound diary that's like, Dear Diary, Masculine. killed a bunch of people, woke up in a pool of blood and some ladies I don't remember. Lexi's trying to turn me good, but I love being bad. Yeah, and so then he, like, explains that, hands the diary back to Elena, mm. and the the only, like, sentence I had time to read was, like, I've never <laughs> felt more alive. Oh, interesting. And so then she's like, I am going to read this. Mm. Yeah, so she's doing that. Oh, right before they get in the car, Damon's like, eh, pack for Chicago, and is rooting through her underwear drawer. Mm, um, yeah. In a way that... Yeah, he should be thrown out of a window for. Yes. You mm-hmm. need to defenestrate this man. Yes. Mm. And then he gives her a bag later. I think it's her bag. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you got to change because we're going to a really nice place. Mm. He's like, wear something just, cute. It's a which bar. Which is just the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Put on some jeans. That's fine. Yeah. yeah whatever. So okay. he takes her to an old apartment in Chicago that he's like, this was Stefan's old bachelor pad. This is his second place. We were wondering who's been paying rent this whole time mm-hmm. on this apartment. Yeah, the idea that in Chicago there would just be <laughs> an apartment that is completely mm-hmm. undisturbed for the past yeah. 100 years, yeah. or I guess 80 years. Yeah. yeah. I guess you could compel years. the owner. I guess. Yeah. Like, you can compel the for landlord. 80 that- years? That's changed hands. <laughs> I guess you just have to go I guess back if you compel the owner years. not to like it? there's uh-huh. still like an amount of up yeah you have right to do. it has you have been to, like, like dusted it's yeah. definitely yeah. no because there was specifically a moment where like i don't remember if it was yeah. or elena but like did the thing where like oh rub did they a finger yeah. along the back of something and it was full of dust yeah. okay it was it was dusty but it wasn't as gross as it should be considering right that it, it was clearly supposed to be that all the furniture was original like yeah. 1920s it's a hundred years old yeah and yeah. it's not nearly moldering enough, even if yeah. someone is cleaning no. it. It looked yeah. like it had, the last time it was cleaned was five years previous, not yes. 80. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> but um, they're there. Damon's like, I got to show you some fucked up stuff. So he opens, <laughs> there's a, a false bookcase that he mm-hmm. opens and he kind of looks behind him while he's doing it. Like, <laughs> this is cool. 
reveals a speakeasy and then Elena's like, yeah, he drank alcohol. And then Damon's like, oh no, no. He opens a second false compartment and it's this like weird murder closet where Stefan and Bridget, you could speak more to the kind mm. of the design philosophy mm-hmm. of this, but um, there's a little nook in it where Stefan has written the names of all of his victims, starting with his dad, but going pretty long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jonathan Gilbert's on that, mm-hmm. on that list. I was making little jokey Rest jokes that it would be funny if like JFK yeah. was on there. <laughs> still wish. Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> the Lindbergh baby. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. When she sees the list yeah. on the wall and she realizes what it is, mm. the framing of the shot did something like out of a horror movie mm. where it like mm. cut to several different places on the wall and it made mm. this sound effect of like mm. a woman screaming or like a, the creepy horror. Yeah, it played like that horror music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, it felt like it was a, a, a clip out of like a different show. Yeah. yeah, it was another mm-hmm. one of those moments where, like, I, I feel like it's usually got pretty standard, like, CW, like, WB yeah. Yeah. serialized drama direction. But it gets, like, a little artsy sometimes, usually with horror scenes. Yeah. Well, like, it's it has mm. great horror scenes. Yeah. But, like, this was literally something ripped from, like, a serial <laughs> killer documentary. Yeah. yeah. Just like, <laughs> Yeah, and specifically, like, they introduced Stefan in the beginning of the flashback. It's like, the Monterey Ripper was on the prowl. Yeah. I was born in Monterey. Um, did you get ripped at all? <laughs> I'm like, I was so crazy back then. I like, don't even remember. It's probably fucked off. It's probably so fucked there, off. there is a running theme in this episode mm-hmm. about things being stuck in a closet. Wow. Yeah, wow. Wow, the transition. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. Stefan's victims' names, and also then Elena gets stuck in a closet. Yes. In the Stephen's straightest way anyone's <laughs> ever been in a closet. <laughs> Stefan's literally hiding his biggest secret in mm-hmm. his closet. closet. Two of them. Mm-hmm. Because, well, Klaus is aware of one of them. Yes, but which Elena he being. brings Stefan back to the apartment to look at Get him to the look names. Them. Can I yeah. say, mm-hmm. I think Elena is straight. Yeah, I think yeah. is 100% straight. I yeah. And I think Catherine's open to stuff. Yeah. Oh, Catherine has done I, yeah, so many I think, stuff. I think that Catherine is like straight but not narrow. You know what I mean? Ka- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's definitely obsessed with the male gaze. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. like she's never going to. She's like I a bisexual. Yeah. A what? <laughs> a barsexual. Oh, no. You mean what I thought I was in high school? <laughs> But I think Catherine might be that for heteroflexible. Real. Like I don't. I like. I think she thinks making out with girls is fun, but she's not like into it. Mm. Yeah, that was also well because she high she's the type okay, of vampire to get <laughs> bored. Mm, true. Yeah. So she's gonna have orgies. Yeah. Yeah. With no, all kinds what? of people. I'll, I'll change my mind. I think Catherine is probably bi, but I think that um, she's way too toxic to be in a relationship with another woman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I feel mm. like she could. Mm-hmm. She would meet her match. Oh well, that's what I'm saying. I think that in, she in, a, needs, in an extremely toxic queer. Yeah, I think that she needs and I to be see the yeah. one with the upper hand. Is this and a I plot would, line in the L word? I would love to see Catherine in a killing in the E-L- style. In the E-L word. <laughs> in the <E-L> word. <laughs> it's in the fan fiction I'm writing for the vampire Times called the L word. <laughs> so um, Damon leaves Elena alone in Stefan's apartment, which. Um, is a stupid idea, but later on in the episode, he owns up to the fact that it's a stupid idea have, with a great line that Bridget wrote yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me scroll mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. 
He said, so Elena, he comes in. Elena has been hiding in this mm-hmm. closet right next to Stefan. Mm. Elle, you said, um, wow, Elena's well, next the thing. To Stefan's list. Yes, but yeah. Stefan sees her yeah, so and sorry. doesn't what happens, tell Klaus she's standing yeah, there. Damon yeah. leaves Elena alone in this apartment. She is waiting for him because Damon is looking for Stefan in the city. Stefan and Klaus come back to the apartment. She hides in Stefan's murder closet. Klaus <laughs> tells Stefan, go look at your murder closet. Um, <laughs> remember who you are, remember who Simba. Remember um, So You've he does go and look. The he comes. Your father. <laughs> he comes face to face with Elena. Klaus does not realize that this is happening. So they're like both silent. There's the symbolism of like, wow, she's physically standing between him and his past, or yeah. maybe she's there with the names of his victims. Interpretation, uh, visual. Speaking media. of AP literature, exactly. He's hiding her from Klaus. From Klaus, mm-hmm. so keeping he, her in the closet. He shuts her back in there and is like. Yep, that's my murder wall and nothing else is in there. Ha <laughs> You want to go out of here and somewhere else? And so they leave. Damon comes back and this mm-hmm. is when he and so, uh, Elena. Damon bursts in and Elena is like, I called you an hour ago. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I had an hour to realize what a bad idea it was to leave you alone, process it and move on. <laughs> I'm still laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Self-aware king. Damon had some good lines. He yeah. did. Yeah. Even though like most of the episode wasn't focused on him at yeah. all. Mm. So then they leave, just to yeah, I guess finish this part of the plot line, they leave and they're out on the street and Stefan comes up to Elena and is like, you cannot fix me, is yeah. what I wrote down. The gist <laughs> of this was. Essentially. Because he and Stefan and Klaus go back to the bar where kind of, and we'll go back to it, where Stefan essentially mm-hmm. remembers all this stuff from mm-hmm. the flashback plot line. Um, Damon sort of lures Stefan outside. They have like a very organically yeah. brother interaction. The where first. Where Stefan's like, what uh, is wrong with you? And Damon's like, what's wrong with you? He says, what are you? Good, bad, pick one. Yeah. Which I, I thought was it. very funny. <laughs> um, Coming from Damon. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, right, exactly. And then he's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested in like you fixing me. And Elena brings up Lexi mm. and is yeah. like, well, Lexi could fix you. Mm. And he was like, it took me 30 years. Three I, years is half your life. I mean, you also immediately said, girl, you're no Lexi. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I did say that. And I also wrote it down. The idea that mm. any 18 year old would think that they could, could accomplish him. an ounce of what yeah. powerful immortal Lexi mm-hmm. could. Yeah. I did have I can fix you disease at 18 though. Oh, same. Yeah. Are you big time? Uh, I'm better, shockingly enough. Nice. Mm. So then Stefan says the line, I don't want to be with you. Mm. Ugh, yeah. He definitely does the thing, the the thing, which <laughs> yeah. is like like to Airbud, like, go on. Yeah. Get out yeah. of here. Right. And he's I like, watch you anymore. Run free. Yeah. Get out of here. I hate you. Slap, I hate yeah. You. Slaps his butt. I hate yeah. that trope so much. Yeah. <laughs> but also, it's just because it makes me so sad. Yeah. yeah. It really, She's it works on me. Spins yeah. herself around in that little wet seal dress. <laughs> it's not a good dress. And, and it's got an even bad. worse belt on. Yeah. Even though it's ruched over the belt, so it doesn't need a belt. Charlotte no, it doesn't ruched. need a belt. <laughs> but listen, if you'd given it a solid black belt, mm-hmm. I, that's an outfit I would have worn. I know, oh, but someone saw that dress and they were like, hmm, it's not working. What does it need? Oh, a big chunky belt because it's 2007. Mm-hmm. The way that I would have torn that outfit mm-hmm. out of my Girl's Life magazine and taped <laughs> it to my wall. I mean, it was it was the time. It was the time. It was probably, if we had been watching this show 10 years ago, we'd be like, what a cute outfit. Oh, yeah. And culture. I would have drawn changed. little like hearts next to it in the Delia's catalog. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I think she always looked weird. Us. I think. Really? <laughs> like, even when you were watching it when it was more modern. When I was first watching it, just the way it cuts to her. Oh, okay. Because... 
Damon's like, why don't you ask her yourself? Mm -hmm. And it does the cut. And she's standing there like in the parking lot. Just in just like a weird purple again, like it's yeah. summer dress and it, and again it damon picked it out for her me. yeah whoever is doing costuming like they're the stuff here should be tailored to fit her right I, okay I, or it's like a genius character choice that damon was like i've got to pick a nice outfit <laughs> and then and then this is what <laughs> that's where he landed not good I, at it. Yeah. I truly wonder sometimes i really wonder about mm-hmm. costuming stuff because yeah. i like we'll see something like this where it's like yeah. a run of like very specific mm. of the time looks yeah. that uh don't age well. Yeah. And I'm and it makes me wonder like, okay, maybe was there a contract yeah. signed with mm-hmm. someone of or like, like did they oh, get well, sent free stuff from a certain company? Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, this is season three, right? Like so they yeah. be successful yeah. at this point. I wanna talk inside the bar real quick mm-hmm. with Gloria. Yes. Yes. Uh, Klaus makes contact with her. Um, She tells him, you need to contact the witch who actually made this spell Mm -hmm. in order to figure out what you did wrong. And Klaus says, well, that would be the original witch. And she's very much dead. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think about the original witch? So I know this won't be it, but what if it was Bonnie in disguise the whole time? Bonnie in disguise? That's fun. fun. Also, we have the character Rebecca. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, when they wake her up, yeah. the witch says, you'll, you'll need Rebecca. Yeah. She can contact the she original She can con- witch. contact the witch. to me like, oh, she has like psychic powers or mm, some sort of some connection. connection. Yeah. And then. When Klaus wakes yeah. her up, she's missing her necklace. Yeah, which, and that was. Which we recognize. She yeah. said, um, cause in the flashback, she tells Stefan, mm-hmm. a witch gave it to me. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we. Which honestly, I feel like she could use say to describe anything that oh, she yeah. doesn't really understand. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> which, that's which, such which, a coverall. Like, uh, like, oh, where were you last night? Um, I don't know, a witch. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I was with a witch. I was with a witch. Don't worry about it. Don't yeah. worry about it. And um, just to jog people's memories, um, we figured out like last season, Klaus has a warehouse full of staked, I guess, originals. Yeah. Um, who are essentially on pause. He put a there. And they're all there. related to him, right? They're all his siblings, yeah. from my understanding. Yeah. Everyone um, in that little section of the yeah. warehouse. Yeah. So he wakes up his, I guess, younger sister, Rebecca, <laughs> to be like, hey, uh, gotta contact the original witch because I gotta be the specialist boy. Got stuff. Um, she is pissed off at him because he's the one that put her in there and she's missing that necklace that the witch gave to her, which I guess. She, and she's like frantic. She really wants it back. And it's clear i think that they needed to do this and she may need it for some other reason the necklace is what elena has so now elena mm-hmm. is in double trouble because klaus needs to kill her <laughs> to complete the ritual he thinks he completed she's in doppel trouble doppel trouble <laughs> <laughs> and he needs now her necklace that is, that's like protecting her from yeah. being compelled so um, and he has not figured out that the ritual hasn't worked yet, but I like he figured out it hasn't worked. He oh, doesn't okay, know sorry, that sorry. it's because Elena's alive. Right. True, true, true. Yeah, the witch, I guess, was like, yeah, the ritual didn't work, so he's still gotta figure out like how he can rehybrate yeah. himself. Gloria yeah. was like, I told you everything I fucking knew. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have a just a little like nugget about mm. her, the her waking up the sister process yes. that I wanted Amazing. to share, mm. which is um, he like takes the dagger out. He's like, this is gonna take a minute. Mm. He goes to one of the guards in the warehouse yes. and says and compels him and says, tell her to meet us at Gloria's bar and let her feed on your carotid until you die. That ruled. So it did. <laughs> I like I was like, OK, all it right. The man has considered his logistics. Yeah. So he <laughs> came back in. 
um, saw the guard dead on the floor. Mm -hmm. She wasn't in the coffin. Mm -hmm. And then she stabs him with the dagger. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you knew that wasn't going to do anything. And she said, yeah, but I was hoping it would hurt. Yeah, a little I, bit more first, which is siblings. a very brother sibling, yes. yeah, yeah, brother sister thing. But also, when he stabbed her, it was like perfectly in the center of her dress, so that like the blood spilled oh, out yeah. in a very sort of like aesthetic, like onto way. the lace in a really specific way. Yeah, it was cool. So she's back, <laughs> and then he's like, "And I have a little gift for you. Come on in." And then Stefan, like Calvin Klein <laughs> model, walks in. Yeah, and. We will find out later that she has a history with Stefan when we go to the flashback part of this episode. And they're um, making out. But yeah, they're like, <laughs> she's, I guess, happy to see Stefan. We, in that moment, I was like, oh shit, she's been on pause since the 30s. She has so much to catch up on. Yeah. 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 She doesn't know about civil rights. Yeah. I would, oh the my 60s. God. Uh, the 60s. And anyway. They like, landed like, on the moon. Any sexual yeah. revolution, yeah, yeah. hasn't she, happened. Vampires in space. A lot more people have rights now from when uh, she was what? Yeah, what? Well, I mean, if people <laughs> have landed on Buzz, <laughs> <laughs> if people have landed on the moon, you could assume that one of them, like a vampire, could just so compel their way that to one of the, the moon on the in spaces has been a vampire. Someone could compel themselves. All the way to the moon. Yeah, I guess. Huh. <laughs> Whoa, could you look in the mirror and compel yourself to do something? No, because you... Oh, I guess in the show, can they vampires see themselves like, in the mirror? Like, okay, if I was a vampire... Vampires can see themselves in the mirror, but only originals can compel vampires. Yes. So okay. you can't compel yourself. Oh, okay. But okay, wait. If I was an original and I was like... I was like in That's bed. the secret. Capital T, capital S. It's just compelling <laughs> yourself. But like, yeah, could I have like a little hand mirror and I'm in bed in the morning and I don't want to get up, but I look in my mirror and I'm like, You're get insane. Up. No, but like. No, this wait, has do this? tremendous appeal to me. No, you but as an original. Because oh, you okay. compel yourself to do stuff that you don't want to do. Yeah. But like to get it over with, like could an original look in a mirror and be like, do your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do taxes. Now what I, what I, mean. I like Im immediately thought of as the dark side of this a little Aquarian coin uh -huh. is um, <laughs> that I was like, okay, could you like hold an original by stake point to a mirror and make them say something, like make Whoa. them compel themselves? Whoa. Yeah, probably. Or could an original look in no, a mirror and be like, so. you no longer have depression. L I don't know. I can't like, stand okay, could you a guys. vampire look at me though and be like, I mean, yeah, hey, any vampire could look at you and be like, <laughs> I you're know. fine, bitch. Um, but I don't I think, think they could. I think that a regular vampire can't regular compel themselves because yes. yeah, they can't right. get regularly yeah. compelled. Uh -huh. But I think that if an original wanted to be a psychiatrist, they could just grab Stefan by the shoulders and be like, get over it. And yeah. he would. Yeah, wow. he would. Uh, Klaus could do that, but he doesn't want to. Because he no, because he likes him broken. He yeah. loves broken Stefan. Klaus is make him worse. Twenty twenty. Jeremy had the like sneaking feeling that something was wrong when he was compelled to forget something. That's true. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, you'd be like about your day. You'd be like, I feel like I should be sadder. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Wow, I'm, I'm not worried crazy. about anything. Can I, El, can I and I'm worried about that. <laughs> yeah. Your up? two main examples uh -huh. of compelling someone. We're doing taxes uh -huh. and getting and out of bed, getting yeah. out of depression and, and getting out, out of bed. bed. Most I know what the fuck I'm about. I know you mundane. <laughs> getting out of bed is the one I thought of as well. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. And doing my laundry. Because <laughs> mm. like if you were going to compel yourself, like I wouldn't like what else would you compel yourself to do? Laundry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Exactly. 
achieve mm. my goals. Because I wouldn't want to compel myself to do anything too Which big. Which is to not have to wear a branded tank top to record the podcast because I don't have any other clean clothes. You don't love that? I would have assumed you loved that. No, I find it very embarrassing. Like wearing a band t-shirt to the concert. I think wearing your own merch is a power move. I do. I I feel this. So the shirt listener that I'm wearing literally just has my logo in the middle of it. It's not like a shirt I designed. It has a lithograph of your face. But it just says Galaxy Brain Design on it. And I find it humiliating. I mean, it's like nice topography and got sparkles. Did you say it was a nice topography? Yeah. Are you saying my something about my boobs? Typography. Oh, not topography. Typography. L. Do you want to come up from under the table, L? Bridget, your tank top's so bumpy. Bridget. I took my mic under the table. I'm just going to record from oh here. Oh, my God. <laughs> that looks uncomfortable. It is. I mean, up here, I'm uncomfortable, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bridget. I'm sorry for calling your attention to my bosom. <laughs> I'm sorry for mumbling. In a, I, in a way that caused a terrible misunderstanding. I do have to point out to you, though, that it is an extremely... I think it's my fault. It's an extremely Bridget thing to be like, are you talking about my boobs? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's so Bridget. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, every single interaction you've told me about how you having with the outside world has been told through the lens of here's how this man was hitting on me. Yeah, it's because the only time I speak to men that aren't my brother or my father is when they're saying weird shit to me. Mm -hmm. And you're like, this man was so rock hard for me. A man smelled my hair. I hate that that a lot. I will never, ever Mm -hmm. tell you that that man wasn't rock hard for you. Okay, now I need to get under the table. <laughs> Let's all record under the table anyway. Oh, sleepover. Should, should we all record from different rooms, maybe? <laughs> yeah, so, we stop being in person. 1920s. Mm. <laughs> Stefan. Wait, can I say one more thing that happened in the modern time? Oh, yeah. Um, so Klaus catches Damon having like pulled Stefan behind the bar and he pulls him back into the bar and he's beating up on him and he takes a little cocktail umbrella with a wooden mm-hmm. toothpick and he's like I might miss your heart the first couple of times and starts repeatedly staking Damon with this little wooden cocktail yeah. umbrella I, it's brilliant. the visual was so good it was good. so good yeah. um, he had him in a choke he, count and he choked Dang. out Damon he was like holding him up yeah, he was like, I promised your mm-hmm. brother I wouldn't hurt you, but like, mm-hmm. how long can I be expected? I think yeah. he snaps his neck. Like, he he's, mm. has him in a choke hold yeah. so strong, you hear a crunch. Was, yeah, he's lifted up off the ground yeah. by the neck. It was really nice to see Klaus and Damon talking to one another, because it's the two most unhinged characters having yes. a scene together, yeah. and that's, that's always yeah. fun. And um, Stefan has not always been yes. in that role, so it's refreshing. And <laughs> even around Klaus, like, he's certainly more unhinged but he's in henchman mode yeah yeah Whereas, right it's like you know so he he still does better with a clear hierarchy and, <laughs> yep um whereas Damon, um it's more of a brat i guess yeah yeah <laughs> yeah Damon is such a bratty bottom You're do so we want to do we want to go to the 1920s and then do the caroline storyline at the yes. end yes okay yeah. Stefan bumps into Rebecca first. Mm. Uh, she does this very sexy thing where she like whispers in his ear and she like mm. licks like blood off his 
face a little yeah. bit. She's like, be careful. You're wearing your date. Yeah. I love that Morgan just said that was very sexy. Like, that was objective fact. I mean, I'm not. I mean. I don't. Not Did you not? You. I get something out of that. No. I want Rebecca to whisper in my ear. Our friend, Rebecca. <laughs> uh, That's going to, the next uh, time we have Rebecca on the podcast, if yeah. this is a regular character, that will be fun. That will yeah. be fun. I've been a little confused. <laughs> <laughs> like Sexually? I, well, I as discussed earlier in yeah. the episode. Rebecca is spelled differently. Yes. Oh. And that, that does help. It does help visually. It, it helps me because yeah, with I, the subtitles. I yeah. absolutely picture how people's names are spelled when I'm saying them. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We yeah. had this talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. our different visualizations. So the fact that old-timey vampire <laughs> Rebecca is with a K and yeah. an H. That helps. Oh. Helps. And it makes her feel more ancient, too. Like Elijah. An Rebecca. An ancient. No, Rebecca. An ancient woman. The, um, the important thing about <laughs> this meeting is that you find out, oh, this is Klaus's sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Stefan and Rebecca mm-hmm. are having a very flirtatious time. At a certain point, they're sharing a woman, which is fun. Like they're yeah. each on mm-hmm. one side of her neck. Uh-huh. And then they start making Which out. is like they start quintessential, like what a vampire mm-hmm. would do, especially in like an Anne Rice <laughs> world. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. essentially the vampire version of um, having two straws in a milkshake. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. That's so cute. The 1950s kind of like, yeah. they're, they're like nudging the feet under sock the table. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Klaus hates him at first. And that's yes. purely because he's very controlling of his sister. They're sort of alpha so posturing weird. one another. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. weird. We, mm. Did we touch on the fact that Rebecca is played by. Um, no. Do you, I actually want you. Oh, yes. Sorry. In my role as um, IMDb. Mm-hmm. Well, and also just your passion for the film. H2O? Yeah. It's a show. For the piece. H2O Just Add Water was an Australian mermaid show. Claire Rhiannon Holt. Okay. Born 88. Yes. Hey. Great year. One of y'all. Mm. Um, She is also in the originals. Okay. So oh, she was young when she played this. How old was she? Uh, however... Old they were in 2011. Uh, she was born Early in 1980. 23. So 92, 2008. 23. Wow, yeah. that's young. Okay, 51 uh-huh. episodes of H2O Just Dead Water. Amazing. Um, and then, oh, what, Brigitte. What, what? Yeah. Um, that's me. She's, she was in Pretty Little Liars. Oh, my she's God. She's Samara. She's <laughs> the, she's the <laughs> evil... Um, uh, Lesbian. stepsister. No, no, she's the stepsister. Oh, sorry. yeah. No, I'm thinking. Wait, no, wait. is she? Okay, is, is she, she the, she the she... one that owns the shop? Oh fuck! I can't remember if she's Katie, the um, the Hannah's stepsister, who's a cunt, or if she's a lesbian. Oh, she dated Emily. Was she like the one who was like, "I'm a college uh, yeah. gay organizer, and yes. I'm going to date this high school yes. student." Yeah. What? That was a plot line on Pretty Little Liars. Wait, wait. Emily was like, maybe I, I'll go to this college. Just, and Morgan just like, left the room. Morgan is like, I, I'm going to let you get Morgan, this out of your system. Morgan stormed out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Morgan spit on me when I left. So Stefan and Rebecca are hitting it up, having a, a, a 30s love affair. Mm-hmm. Klaus at first, like, I think Bridget said, oh, sorry, Hannah, your hand is raised. What's that? Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't. I was oh. raising my hand so that I didn't have to slam the brakes on you talking and that you could come to me when you were done. But oh, okay. this also really works for me. Sure. Mm-hmm. I just want to point it out mm-hmm. that 
uh, the actress who plays Rebecca Mm -hmm. in this show Mm -hmm. played a character on Pretty Little Liars that goes to a Founders Day festival. Amazing. Amazing. One of our main characters. Hilarious. The Founders verse. So they're having a great time. Klaus and Stefan start being friends because Klaus is like, oh, this guy's fucked up. And the scene (laughs) we get that illustrates this is that Stefan is like with this dame who he's probably <laughs> planning on drinking like a French 75. Um, the guy comes up and he's like, you, you need me to call Chicago PD on you, Buster? Which I <laughs> wish that there were more stupid little 30s lines yeah. in this episode. That's my one critique, but that was a good one. And then Seven was like compelling him. He was like, actually, you know, sit down. And he like cuts this guy's girlfriend's wrist into like a His wife. glass wife. He cuts her wrist into like a 1930s coupe glass and he's like take a sip and makes this man like drink his yeah. wife's and blood and this guy's like no no yeah. no but he's this guy is it. like fully conscious uh-huh. of like what he's actually mm-hmm. doing but, but he like, can't stop yeah they up. didn't Compelled. compel away the horror they it, just yeah. made him do it it's, yeah it, it was like fucked up but fun and klaus in that moment is just looking at him so intensely he's like oh i like yeah this is when he was like oh this is my brother this is my wingman for life somewhere in this episode he says the the sentence i was your number one fan yeah to Stefan, and i think this scene really exemplifies it is what clicked that into place he did also start when he first met Stefan. what he said to his sister was you're right he does have funny hair yeah (laughs) i love that i just want to say what a feat it is to have your number one fan being the original yeah. Klaus Michelson, mm-hmm. a twisted fucking psychopath. psychopath. What's <laughs> actually interesting to me now that I'm thinking about it is Klaus like loves Stefan's whole psychopath deal. He seems neutral on Catherine, who is more yeah. of a psychopath than yeah. Stefan in the present day. Why yeah. are they best? Oh man, the fact that Klaus doesn't know mm. that he's not Stefan's number one fan. Oh man, because Catherine maybe, is. maybe he feels okay. My two theories for this are either he low key feels competition with Catherine for oh Stefan, my God, which I, I would love. I don't think he knows about her really, but okay, fair. But like, if I he mean, did. he he like does know about her, yeah. but like not. I don't know if he fully gets, gets it. I don't yeah. think he depth. sees Catherine as he, a psychopath he, like Stefan. I think because that Klaus might have an issue with women. Also, yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. <laughs> There, there are two so. things. Yeah. There are two offhand things he said about his sister mm. specifically. Yeah, exactly. That, that felt a little exemplified. Yeah. I think he's a little mansplain manipulate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What's the third on that? It's yeah. male wife, but he's not that mansplain manipulate <laughs> male wife. <laughs> oh my god. I've also heard man whore, which might be more apt. I think that's less uncomfortable for me to say. I'm sorry. Yeah. So he could be that three then. Why are you apologizing for giving me a solution? I feel like they should. <laughs> I, I appreciate the apology. <laughs> I I don't like that I said either of those words. I see. It, yeah. The first thing he says is when he takes the dagger out of Rebecca mm-hmm. and they're waiting for her to wake up mm-hmm. and she's taking a while and he's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. she's just being dramatic. Yeah. So uh, wild. After he stabbed her and left her yeah. like lying in a coffin for eight And it's years. like, let her wake up on her own time, dude. Yeah. Like she has no control over that. When he's originally talking to Stefan about her too, he pulls her aside and he's like, she quite fancies you. But listen, she's crazy. She's going <laughs> to fall in love with you and then she's going to leave you. It's just how yeah. she is. This is a warning from brother yeah. to brother. She, Don't get your heart broken also, by my sister. As a sibling, as a sibling, if I was casually dating someone and they like took their side like that, mm. oh, I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, Stefan laughs it off. Mm. And then the other thing was when 
Rebecca was waiting for Stefan, mm. but Klaus had already compelled him to forget. Yeah. And he was trying to like get her to run because mm. they're running away from someone. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, I don't have time for one of your tantrums. Uh -huh. Yeah, he's very kind of like, infantilizing to her. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and he also yeah. does the, like, it's me or Stefan. Yeah. And then it's like, so let's go. Oh, and she is like, And she's I'm, like, goodbye. Yeah. And then he kills her. Yeah. Because <laughs> what happens is somebody does call Chicago PD on the speakeasy and they're shooting up the joint with Tommy guns. And I'm not kidding. And wooden bullets. And the Tommy guns have wooden bullets. So they're like, oh, the vampire cops got us. So Klaus is like, Rebecca, it's time to run. The vampire PD is on our tail. Um, and he's like essentially kind of VDPD. VDPD. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a STD. It does. Well, so, venereal disease, yes. That's what the Vampire yes. Diaries always makes me think of when it's truncated. <laughs> so at that point, when um, the the Tommy guns are shooting up the joint, Klaus kind of starts seeing Stefan is dead weight that they've got to cut and run. He um, compels Stefan to forget about the both of them in case, I guess, he gets like interrogated by whoever's chasing them. Um, so Stefan has forgotten about them. That's why he didn't know Klaus mm -hmm. or Rebecca. Um, but he remember at the end of the episode when he sees Rebecca come out of the coffin, he's like, I remember. He's like, oh, shit. well, Klaus, yeah. Klaus compels him. He yeah, says, yeah. now you remember everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. way that they show the memories like <laughs> coming back to him is <laughs> as if like my iPhone made a little mm. made a little collage and set some royalty free music to it. It's just it like had that like fade in. Yeah, it's, and it's got like the side. Yeah, the image is going to the side really quickly. <laughs> it was really something. It was great. So now Stefan has this little chunk of memory back. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else with this plot line? We see oh, there's a at few the things. end. We see Catherine right pop in. In her little Sally Bowles wig. She's got a sleek little 30s bob. It's not good on her. It's I kind of love it, She though. looks incredible. I, I love it a lot. It's, she looks so good. And I so think good. the problem is the wig, not the cut. But yes. It's, it's, I wish it was a better a wig. wig. Yes. Yeah. She looks amazing. Yes. Um, And then they show <laughs> Catherine is, like, hiding behind a wall mm, listening. Yeah. Um, and just sort of disappears the same way Elena did behind a yeah. wall. Oh, and it's the police raid that um, Rebecca loses the necklace and then Stefan picks it up. Yes. yes. And then at the end of this plot line, um, Damon is on the phone with Catherine and he's like, where are you? Italy, Spain? You love those lazy afternoons. And she's like, I'm somewhere. And then the um, <laughs> camera pulls out. She's at a phone booth and you see that she's also in Chicago. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. So that yeah. she will probably be like more in the next yeah. episode. So yeah. I'm hyped for that. Because the idea is like, if she knows where Klaus is at all times, mm. she can better hide yeah. from where he is. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah, that's true. It's very complicated, though, because, like, right. she, like, um, like truly imagine, like, uh, trying to hide from someone all-powerful and deciding that keep your enemies close is, like, the best Yeah, it's a power move. Option. Mm. I would be so anxious all the time. But yes. it's sort of smart to be, like, <laughs> unlike now, <laughs> following him is probably the safest thing because he's not going to look from like where he just came from. I can see yeah. him mm -hmm. assuming she'd be like across the globe. Mm -hmm. so I like, can also see him assuming she's across the street just because yeah, he's entitled. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, everyone's obsessed with him. Everyone's obsessed with me. <laughs> um, before we pivot to the very upsetting storyline about Caroline, um, <laughs> I do want to share when we were trying to figure out why Stefan forgot something because we forgot about compelling. Um, <laughs> Hannah, yes. Hannah said... Oh, is this why he journals? Because he has Drew Barrymore <laughs> disease? And I thought that deserved a place here. 
Yeah, this bitch can't remember anything. <laughs> Adam Sandler, get in here. He needs a kiss. Fifty first steaks. Before, <laughs> before Stefan is compelled to forget, he does tell Klaus, you shouldn't have to cover your tracks unless you're running from someone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they seem to kind of acknowledge that like whoever was shooting up the speakeasy was somebody that like was after them specifically. Yes. Right. It doesn't seem like because they were wooden bullets. Yeah. So it's not just like, oh, they're killing vampires. Yeah. It, Klaus acted like it was specifically him. And at the end of the episode, <laughs> we saw some guy. Yes, some guy. He had drawings of Klaus and Rebecca. Yeah, beautiful rendering. I yeah. wonder if the forensic artist um, <laughs> expert we had on a while ago did those. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like her work. Yeah. My question is, who do you think is after? Um, I think it's another original. Okay, I have a guess. Ooh. I have a guess. Uh-huh. I think that it is going to be an ancestor mm. of Caroline and her parents' <gasps> oh, family. That's fun because I feel like they're kind of like mm. disconnected from this main plot right uh-huh. now. That but they in. would be brought in if it was a like good, a really uh, effective vampire hunter. Yeah. And it would also really underline mm-hmm. like the sense of history that they've only told us mm-hmm. about yeah. with Caroline's family. Anyway, yeah. that would be really interesting, especially given that we're we're being introduced to Caroline's families a little yeah. bit Family more now. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if they would make that, such a smart literary choice. I would like it. <laughs> hey, I, think, I think it's possible. Yeah, it is my, possible. My impulse was also the same where it's like, oh, this is like an old timey but very confident vampire hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, Caroline. Yeah, oh, her boy. Plotline, which was disconnected from all the main and stuff. And there's like not that much it's like sad. plot to convey, so but I there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, <laughs> yes, mostly that her storyline mm. is an allegory for gay conversion yeah. therapy. Uh-huh. That's so sloppily I'm done. Gonna, absolutely no message behind it. And they it. made just, the it does, they made the terrible? gay character do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna just the only. Gay character. Yeah, I'm going to factually convey what happened so yes, that like, yeah. we have a, a springboard yeah, to go off on. So at the end of last episode, the mayor um, kidnapped Caroline and handed her off to this guy that we fig- found out was her dad that we heard Caroline's about in dad. season one. Yeah, because um, when he walks in, she goes, daddy, daddy, daddy. daddy? Um, it's her dad that we heard about briefly in season one, but we have not seen so far. He has taken her to yet another underground prison. There are many of those. In this this town. is the Forbes <laughs> family yeah, dungeon. Forbes family dungeon. How how has Mystic <laughs> Falls not fallen into the earth? It's hollow yeah, underneath this town Mystic is Falls. Eighty percent cavern. He legit was like, "I'm going to describe to you all of the best features of our underground dungeon." <laughs> yeah. This is why our underground dungeon is better yeah. than the yeah. other yeah. funding oh, families underground dungeon. A realtor in Mystic Falls. <laughs> this could have happened if Pearl lived. You're uh, so right. Man. She could have had a great small business. Oh, I miss her. I was just mm. thinking about what a great studio one of those underground oh. dungeons would oh. be. Yes. Oh my God. With yeah. just a little bit of work. Yeah. But so he has. See, I'd rather do an attic of mm. like a grand old house mm-hmm. to get some of that natural light. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, they have so a, that shaft window. They yeah. have the window. Of course. The shaft. Now that's, <laughs> that's the only thing I liked about mm. this scene yeah. was the was, shaft. Um, <laughs> was the shaft. <laughs> of course. Camera late. <laughs> The framing of the camera mm-hmm. when he first pulled the window mm-hmm. open yeah. and it was in front and she was perfectly centered it was and the light came striking. in yeah. behind her, burning her. Yeah. Really good camera work. Yeah. Agree. Agree. It was 
cinematic. So the this is like a big underground shaft, as Morgan said. There's a window at the top with like a lever that can open or close it and like a torture chair that Caroline is strapped to. And yeah. what her dad is essentially doing. So, okay, at first he's like, hey, how can you withstand the sun? And he isn't like gets that information out of her, takes off her sunlight ring, and is then torturing her with sunlight. Well, and she doesn't. She just mm. looks at the ring. Oh yeah, he figures and he it out. takes her, it. Yeah, yeah, she kind of like is like brokenly twitches her finger, and he's like, "Got it." Yeah, and so after that, he essentially spends the episode attempting to condition her into not wanting blood by every time, like holding up a bag of blood to her and like burning her with sunlight. So that she like this. forms yeah. a negative. I know, I know. She's I'm just, just gonna get to through, associate I'm blood with pain. Description yeah. and then we can. Yeah. Um, Although by definition <laughs> of being a vampire, you already associate blood with pain. Yeah, and I don't really know what his end game is here. I guess he doesn't no, really have one. He says he wants her to yeah to stop having the visible reaction yeah, to like blood. with the blood vessels because otherwise he'll have to kill to her. kill her. Yeah, so he's like, I don't want to kill you. I'm so sorry they did this to you, but then is like torturing her with blood. Uh, this goes on throughout the episode. At a certain point, it's um, the sun has set. He's like, we'll do more of this tomorrow. He goes out. The sheriff is there. She's pointing a gun at him. She's I love like, this. that's our fucking Ugh, daughter. Like, yeah. You stop yeah. that. I, he's like, Mama I, bear. Yeah. This, this hit for me. Yes, yeah, me too. She's like. Because she's been so wimpy at yeah. so yeah. many other points of this story. But I was like, fuck yeah, have a backbone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's doing something with a backbone and it's like competent. No offense to the sheriff, but she is not really. No, been all offense to all the sheriff. Successful she in her has not been so competent before. And this is important. Yes. Like I would say this is a moment to have yeah. a backbone. I agree. Yes. So, um, and he kind of moves as though he doesn't believe she's gonna shoot him and so and she shoots the wall next to him and then she says tyler and tyler comes up behind Get him boy yeah he goes down like tears caroline's restraints off and like carries her bridal style out of this dungeon with the mom leaving the dad behind he's like still fine right like, yeah they don't yeah, hurt yeah. him but so she is saved and she ends the episode kind of like cuddling with yeah. Tyler in bed with like sort of a juice box yeah. of blood. Yeah. And it has this like genuinely very emotionally tender moment where she says, my dad hates, hates me. Yeah. It's and it's like crying into his arms. Yeah. Well, she has a beautiful moment with her mom first. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, thanks for believing in me. Yeah. yeah. And then the mom like even like says like, you changed how I thought about yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's still there. Yeah. You changed what I thought. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Like, reaffirmed, and, you are my daughter. You're the main yeah, thing. Yeah, she's like, we've been raised with these beliefs. And yeah. yeah. In terms of like doing the gay allegory thing. Beautiful. So well like, done it's, too. I, this, so it, well done. I just don't wanna. <laughs> so classy. <laughs> the torturing, not great. No. But the mom kind of that part being ruled. very honest yeah. about saying, you know, I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, mm-hmm. I was raised to think this way. I yeah. grew from the place your father mm-hmm. is still yeah. at. Yes. My just put gay people on the show. Yeah. Just yeah. I, just not, like not yet. <laughs> show me some gay people living a regular life. Yeah. Or even like going through this exact problem and like still being a vampire. Which to be are fair, werewolves. we don't even get straight people living a normal That's life. True. No one. Yeah. No one lives <laughs> a normal life here. I mean, a normal contextual life. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I just don't like the whole oppression allegory. But we're never going to show a yeah. member of the category where it's saying that sucks for. Yeah. It's like a thing a lot of TV did around that time. Yeah. 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 And it's yeah. also consistent with our. Pal Julie Plack. Yeah, and I do like you are you are both right. Like the mom's dialogue was really sweet and that moment mm-hmm. at the end, like that hit. Yeah. Um, especially in sharp contrast. The <laughs> thing that the thing that really 
got me in the mm-hmm. gut was when she said, Daddy, I can't change who I am. Yeah. yeah. It was just like so blatant. It was right. so, none of it was subtext. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> but, but like, I hate that they did this. I didn't enjoy yeah. the scene. I think Carol, the actress that mm-hmm. plays Caroline, she's did an exceptional job. Yes. She's she really, so she really made me like, yeah. I could watch her do a million things I hate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your sexuality. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> huh. And we brought it back around. Okay, hold on. Wait, I'm gonna kink shame Hannah. Falling into place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Morgan, our sexuality. <laughs> and then we have kind of we have that ending where mm-hmm. it's, there's like a few endings yes. wrapping up the different uh, storylines. Rebecca is freaking out because she doesn't have her necklace. Mm. Klaus is freaking out because he's like, don't tell me that's what the witch needs. Like, yeah. I don't actually need you. She just continues frantically searching. Sister moment. It kind of reminded me of Drake and Josh when they were like, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me you don't have the necklace. I don't have the necklace. <laughs> oh, bro. How sad is it? Is it? Your brother wakes you up and mm. didn't even like. It's not because he's sorry. Mm. No, no, not in the no, least. He just wants your necklace, and he didn't specific. even knew that. He didn't even know that the necklace is what he wanted. Yeah. All he knew is that you had one piece of a puzzle, and yeah. then you don't have it. Yeah. yeah. Last time you talked, he like screwed you over in this huge way that came very much from like ego and not being chosen, and now <laughs> he's treating you like completely unimportant. Yeah. It's actually very. I think that it's very well written. Like narcissistic or like low-key yeah. abusive behavior on yeah part. and i say that as a compliment because oh, i think that's I what they're going for but it's also compounded by the fact that they're immortal so yeah. like yeah. nothing matters so uh-huh. they could just yeah. kill each other and they'll yeah. come back and it's like whatever right. because yeah, yeah. you're they, still my they brother they and sister act like monsters because the stakes are different yeah and stakes I, are I so small they're wooden the, bullets the conversion therapy dialogue was so on the nose that everything else seemed subtle by comparison this is a fair point yes yeah, and then it, it ends on that man mm. looking for Klaus and Rebecca mm. and Stefan picking up the necklace. Yeah. Which I think, <laughs> now that you know the, the kind of the journey the necklace has been on, that it was an original's yes. necklace yeah. created by the original a, witch. The original witch. <laughs> Stefan picked it up not knowing what it was because he had forgotten, he kept like, it oh, for decades, jewelry. kept Four it for decades, jewelry. and then gave it Free to necklace. his first human girlfriend. Wow. As yeah, a present, so, not knowing what it was. Which I guess since he was, because we've established people who are compelled have like kind of a feeling of like something's up. So he could have been like, this is important. But yeah, not, but he gave right. it to her because he knew it was protective. Yeah. yeah. But I'm I don't know if I missed some connective tissue there of how he knew that. There yeah. I think there's some plot hole here because that <laughs> in the first he season run into a witch. In the first yeah, season he said it had vervain in it and that's why it was protective. It could have maybe had like a hollow pocket in it that he filled with vervain. Yeah, maybe he got a poly know. pocket and then <laughs> uh gave it to Elena. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, your age group likes this, right? <laughs> And this has been the Vampire Journals, <laughs> episode three. The end of the affair between Klaus and Stefan. Mm. And, and rekindling. <laughs> yeah. Klaus, Klaus just saying, hey, we broke up before. Um, I know you don't remember because I didn't want you to, but we did break up. The end of you. the affair between Klaus and Stefan. And the start of a whole different, yeah, friendship. Kink, fame, kink, shame. I would like to kink fame, 
Tyler carrying Caroline mm. up yeah. and being her shoulder to cry on. Yeah, sure. That really rolled mm-hmm. Um, And I would like cute to together. kink shame Caroline's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for the reasons we've mentioned yeah. already. Illustrated. He's the big one, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I want to kink fame Klaus. And I know that this is controversial, but um, I do really respect, like, he, I do really respect. I respect Klaus. Panachiopanos. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about it. <laughs> Cancel me if you need to. But um, I do really respect that he um, had a BFF fling with some guy a hundred years ago mm-hmm. and then kind of just like held a torch and was like, okay, I'll come back for you. And did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Congrats to him. Mm-hmm. And then I will kink shame Damon for all the usual reasons. Mm-hmm. I love that as a new perspective on what happened mm-hmm. with like yeah. Klaus essentially. It makes him less sacrificing. Erratic. Yeah. Sacrificing yeah. his girlfriend and then just kidnapping him just because. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh no, they used it's to be like, boyfriends. I'm coming back for you bro yeah yeah Who is he was like in his yeah. pers- from his perspective it's like oh i'm rekindling this he whole pops friendship. in the vhs that will remind stefan of their life together yeah yeah at the end of 51st days <laughs> um i'm also gonna kink fame klaus for creative use of bar implements as torture devices yeah specifically on damon he has yeah. a i like that he's going signature. for he's like Catherine. he seems to Blood he's not interested in color. the brother gauntlet um but like Catherine, he sort of have a lot of charged moments with both stefan and damon but cares yeah. more about stefan yeah he does not care about damon at, at all. all damon correctly said Take me. I'm more fun. Yeah. Like trying to swap out for Stefan. And Klaus is like, and Klaus no, no, no. Is like I'm going to kill you. Okay. Because <laughs> like Catherine, Klaus is like, Klaus is like, no, I like the chase. I like the, to yeah. make him worse. Yeah. yeah. Man. yeah. Like you're already bad that what's fun here. Yeah. yeah. Like what yeah. is there even, there's no work for me to <laughs> there's do. No, yeah. There's yeah. no making you there's worse. There's no one to ruin. Yeah. Um, I'll kink shame Damon for, um, sorry, am I copying both of yours? Yeah. Okay, well, it's for different reasons. For going through an 18-year-old's underwear closet. No, that was... Yeah, um, yeah, that's, wait, that that's fair. Okay, I mean, wait, no, no. I said all the usual reasons. No, wait, I was I'll read it. I'll kink fame Rebecca for sharing a lady with Stefan. That seems fun. And I will kink shame <laughs> uh, that bar owner for not being nearly as mad at Klaus for his whole deal. Even though she was very cool oh, and I like Gloria, her. yeah. Mm-hmm. Love I her. think she was right for that, actually. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like she's really got, like, a healthy boundary. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> she's yeah. like, I'm not going to get worked up. Yeah. yeah. No, sorry. I'll kink shame Elena. For learning that her boyfriend's a serial killer, but being still, being, still into being into it. I actually have, like, for mm-hmm. the past couple episodes, I have had a rant brewing. Ooh, okay. Just, do you want to do it next episode? Yeah, this I one's do. Yeah, this like, one is full. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to kink fame Damon for just, like, having a lot of fun lines and being <laughs> insufferable on a road trip. Yeah. Like, he's torturing Elena in the way that I love to torture people. Nice. He was just like... <laughs> Just saying, like I'll let you, I'll let you know when I see the next Florida plate. Like that's me on a road trip. Thing to King Fame, exactly. I (laughs) I appreciate this. Who Mm. are you shaming? I'm shaming Klaus Mm. for shaming his sister. Mm. I see. Yeah, yeah. He should stand. Drama shaming. Yeah, yeah. Like she, she clearly has like. She loves Some, drama as much as him. They both love drama, and he's acting like drama. she's the only one that loves drama. Yes, yeah. and it's, it's only because drama. he's like, I'm obsessed with my bro like a rational man, and you're obsessed with my bro like a crazy woman. Yeah. <laughs> God, you're so right. He, yeah, he's he's only differentiating mm. it because her drama is centered around her relationships and her loving mm. men. But like, so is and, his. <laughs> so is his. Right? 
But he doesn't, I guess he's not seeing it as romantic. No. Whereas like, she's like, you yeah. know, getting into these flings saying like, this is the love of my life. He's and then it like, ending terribly. Grease ass attitude where he's like the secret bond between dudes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's like, a woman's humors can't allow her to see things as rationally as I. Yeah. yeah. Shaming his misogyny. Mm. Misogyny. Misogyny. Mm. Let's plug. Okay, I have a business. It's called Galaxy Brain Design for our discussion about my shirt if we kept it in the episode. Um, <laughs> our website is galaxybraindesign.com. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Tumblr as at Galaxy Brain Design. Um, we're in peak cryptid season right now and Woo. we'll pivot to Pride shortly. Yay. Nice. Nice. I uh, operate an ancillary branch of a Bridget um, brand collective um, called Wicked Glint. And on Instagram, I'm on Instagram. I'm trying to get better at making like process videos and stuff. Ooh. So feel free to come check those out if that's your thing. Mm-hmm. I have no small business. I've just been um, buying a lot of washi tape on Etsy. <laughs> so I guess do that. Yeah. Um, if you if after you um, buy things from the two small businesses previously mentioned, just buy our washi tape. Oh yeah. yeah, you have washi tape. It's got little fruit vaginas on it. Oh my god, buy that. Yeah. Mm. I'll plug this podcast because it's the only (laughs) thing I have going right this minute. Mm -hmm. Um, Like and subscribe. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the Vampire Journals. To support us, you can subscribe, share, and visit our website, journalspodcast.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at journalspodcast. 